0: All right, roll it, man. Welcome to the Hollywood Pipeline Podcast. I am Dax Holt.
1: I am Adam Glenn. How are you guys? Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, clicking on the subscribe and listening to the show. Uh, Dax, how you hey. doing, buddy? I'm
0: doing so good. And yourself? I mean, it's, I feel like it was just been such a crazy week. <laughs> it's been nuts. Dude, it's been a crazy forty-eight
1: hours for me. Even so, I mean, it's just been—it's been good. Things have been good. I had a good week. Caught up a lot of celebrities. We'll talk about that. Uh, if you're new to the show, uh, we—how do we even tell about what this show is? What do we do here at, at the Hollywood Life? Well, let's Fight see. Point?
0: Let's see. The best way to describe it. So we are basically. We're your entertainment gurus on steroids, would you say that? but like you're literally on steroids, so that that's why I say that
1: <laughs> yeah, no it <laughs> I feel like we reveal the fourth wall of Hollywood a little bit. We talk about the side from a little bit of a journalist perspective uh and just kind of talk about a little bit insight, reveal that fourth wall that you don't hear in Hollywood. We talk to reporters, we talk to publicists, we talk to celebrities about the background of what really goes on in Hollywood and it's to me, that's the most fascinating part. Like, I always thought like this. I mean, for my job as a, as a street journalist, I meet a lot of celebrities. But I, they're very interesting, some of them, not all of them. But I always find the backstory of the people with them to be really interesting. How they got there, what do they do, how, how can you explain what you really do? And their stories have been amazing. We've had the heads of photo agencies. We had Jen Peros last week from Us Weekly, who was a great guest. I mean, just to hear their insight of what goes on and what what they actually do, and their stories are just have been hysterical and great,
0: well, you know what I think because them, like us, for the last ten years, everywhere you go, people are like, "Oh, what's it like to work at such and such place you know and but but no one's having them on as guests, and I think that's what's making this this podcast so fascinating to our audience now is they're going oh, I, I'm getting to hear what it's like to be a paparazzi. I'm getting to hear what it's like to work inside of a paparazzi agency or to be an editor at a giant magazine. Like, and the feedback that I've been getting from my friends and family and everyone that's been listening is like, it's just cool where I'm hearing a side of Hollywood that I've never heard before.
1: I mean, last week when we had Jen Perrow sent from Us Weekly, for her to say that the Kardashians don't really sell as far as cover shots, to I me, mean, it's fascinating. People still have interest with them but they don't want to, even want to put them in the magazine as much because they don't really sell magazines. You know, Meghan Markle sells a magazine. Khloe Kardashian is, does not. I which think is weird.
0: Like, it, for how long did the Kardashians rule the cover of the magazine world?
1: They were everywhere. Weird. You couldn't go to a supermarket without seeing them on the, on the cover of a magazine.
0: Yeah, it was unbelievable. It's, it's, and... it's
1: fascinating to hear them. So what we do is we kind of reveal that fourth wall again and just kind of hear a little inside scoop of what really goes on behind the scenes and, you know, also behind our lives. You know, I'm, again, I'm a, I'm a journalist. You run Hollywood Pipeline. You know, I'm running around doing celebrity interviews. You're trying to find all the photos and uh, break news stories. You, had a, you broke a huge news story on the Hollywood Pipeline recently with the Malibu wildfires. And, oh, and that's By, the way, by the way,
0: let me tell you. So, yeah, Dial, has been crazy. But this week I've been focused on, we relaunched the website. I don't know if you got to see it. But we had a website up for the last year. I have spent months trying to get this new website up. It's finally up. I'm very proud of it. So, if you guys haven't gone, go check it out, hollywoodpipeline.com. It is new. It's fresh. It's awesome. And it will make your eyeballs pop out of their heads because it is just video, photos, celebs everywhere.
1: I love what is... I Again, I know you get a lot of shit about it, but I love seeing film shoots. I love seeing... The movie's being made. I know you know, people don't like that. I enjoy it. I like seeing the photos. The
0: Joker. No, no, no.
1: Man, people, the movie being made.
0: people love seeing it, but they, they don't want to admit that they like to see it because they're seeing behind the curtain. And they, they're like, oh, well, you're going to ruin this movie. No, I'm not. I'm not going to ruin any movie because you know what? It's the dialogue. It's the plot. It's everything leading up. So seeing a two-minute video of you know Keanu Reeves running through the streets filming John Wick is not going to ruin a movie for you. I love it. I'm, I'm on the same page as you. It's, it's so fascinating to see how these movies are
1: made. And why I love Hollywood Pipeline, like the photos on the site, you can kind of, it's such a great gallery, Dax, and I'm, I'm kissing her ass a little bit. It's such a great gallery. <laughs> it feels good. Keep going. Quick, <laughs> but it's a really quick, easy read where I feel like once you like go through it with your mouse on the computer, you kind of feel like you're in Hollywood and you kind of get like, hey, what was your day like in Hollywood? And you get to like see all these celebrities. And if, you know, from the photos, you have a Jason Momoa, to Miley Cyrus, to uh, it's just cool, it's just fun. I feel like you're in the know, you know what's going on. You feel like you're living in Hollywood.
0: Well, let me kiss your ass for a moment now because oh, I, I, I get to, because <laughs> I get to post photos of them, but you're the one actually in the street getting to talk to them directly. And I feel like I just I was everywhere I was at this week. I was seeing your stuff on. The blast. I saw it on Baller Alert and Us Weekly. I'm like, dude, you're everywhere. I you dude, ran into Ben re- Kelly Slater. Oh my Stern. god. Oh my god. Howard fucking Stern. You ran into
1: Howard Stern. Well, you know, it, dude, that was so cool. So Howard Stern was at this uh, dog charity event. If everyone knows Doug, uh, Howard and his wife Beth. Howard and his wife Beth. Uh, you know, the the dogs and cats are. You know, they work with the North Shore Animal League. So the North Shore Animal League of America threw a charity event at Chelsea Piers Friday night in New York City. I found out about it like an hour before. I was like, oh, my God, Howard Stern up Friday night. I'm going. And I actually was going to a concert that night, but I ran over there beforehand to, like, see if I could get Howard. My goal, like, there was he a few other celebrities there. He doesn't show up to
0: many things. That's why that's a big
1: never, key. Never. He's very, very rarely. You know, he'll go to a, a Nick game every now and then, but he's rarely at a – you know, and you can't really get him on the street. He rolls around with a limo, and the limo says, li- he, he, you know, Howard Stern's very old school. Drives around with a limo, has security with him. Um, you know, he does. He goes out to dinner some, sometimes very early. You don't see him on the street very often. You know, sometimes you'll see him running through Central Park or on the Upper West Side. But he was on this red carpet event, and I used to in- Do you know I used to intern for Howard Stern? No. I, I, so I was there in 2005 and 2006. I was there in K-Rock. Then went to serious with them. I was on the first ever intern show. You know, I, I know Gary very well, uh, Sal and Richard, uh, John. I know all those guys. I mean, they're friends. Benji's my boy. Uh, Shuli's one of my best comedy friends. It just, I know those people really well. But Howard, you know, I interned for a long time, but, and I got to be in writer's meetings with Howard, which was amazing. But Howard didn't really know who I was when I was there. It was just kind of, he's in and out after the show. And, um, but Howard's on the red carpet. He posed for photos. I was the only person to do an
0: interview. I was the only Shut person up. to get an interview with Howard Stern. But the thing is, it's like, you I have know, Howard. How did, how did you pull that off? Though? Like, if, did he not know you then, but he knows you now? I have no idea, to be honest with you, dude. But you know what? When you're on a red carpet, you have to get their attention.
1: And you kind of have to, like, win them over and just, like, yo, get over here real quick. Like, I'm like, Howard, get over here. I literally said, like, Howard, get over here real quick. Let me talk to you. And he's with his wife, Beth. And it sucks. It, it's awesome. And it, and it's also shitty because it sucks. Because yeah, I mean, this is so bad. You have to talk about the charity, and you know, and that's, you know, <laughs> which you know, really, like I don't want it to be a commercial for the charity. They're gonna get their plug. They're gonna get their plug. But I want to ask Howard Stern type questions. And so you know, I'm like, what do I ask him? And he's with Beth, and of course, they only want to talk about the charity. But I'm like, dude, which whackpacker do you want? Which whack would you let live with you for a day? Which? You know oh, who, who's the best? Wait, 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 the we best got the
0: audio. One. Let's let's hear let's hear straight from him because I, I, I had them sure. put the audio in so we could hear. Okay, can you guys roll that? You can have one pack, one whackpacker
2: live with you for a day. Who would it be? Alive or dead? The dead ones are easier to live with, you know. That's true. Now, uh, Well, there's not a lot of them alive anymore. A lot of our we'll we'll esteemed have died off. Yeah. But my favorite whackpacker of all time. There's a couple. I loved uh, Eric the actor. Beetlejuice. You know, I love them all. Well, so, let me just one
1: last thing. who's your one, the most interesting person you've ever had to have on the couch? Who's the one person that you could talk to forever? Like yeah. You didn't want to interview
2: the My parents. Really? Yeah, they're good on the air. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for what you're doing for the North Shore Animal League of America. Alright, that's crazy. good. Yeah, we love you it. You guys have been dealing with it for so long. What is it about this
1: the morning?
0: I have enough of that.
1: <laughs> we yeah, were getting into security.
0: Yeah. I was like, cut out, cut out. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like, so, listen, I just want to talk Stern's show with him. And, and like, he hates, you know, Howard hates the red carpet. He actually did my interview. Then I think he just was over it and he went to like a, some closet space. But, you know, like he, he really went on a closet and hid in a closet while Beth did some red carpet interviews. But it's like, you know, Beth is cool and all, but you want Howard. It's Howard Stern, the king of all media.
0: Well, it's funny what you said there where you're like, you know, that you kind of have to talk about the charity because – I think that's one other part of Hollywood that people don't understand. They see these celebs walking down the red carpet, and they're talking. A lot of times, though, they're there for a certain reason, and the only reason they're talking to you is to promote something. Like they, Celebs don't normally just go out and like want to chat with people, so if they're promoting it, they will. So you, That's the one thing that you do really well, Adam, is you're able to transition. Hey, let me get your promotional plug in. Okay, now I want to get in what I really want to talk about, and that's kind of what the name of the game is in Hollywood.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it really it, It's kind of tough, because if I just walked out of there and Howard just talked about his charity, nobody, you know, people would care, but this is what Stern fans want to know. Yeah, it's great. We know about your charity, but, you know, we just want to hear. This is a guy who's never, he's always the interviewer, never the interviewee. So I'm trying to get as much, I'm trying to squeeze as much water out of him as possible. You know, I'm just trying to squeeze whatever I can get out of him as possible. In a perfect scenario, I would talk to him for 25 minutes, 30 minutes. It would be great. But unfortunately, I don't know how much time I'm going to have with them. And I'm just trying to keep them there. I'm trying to keep them talking to me and, like, interested. And it's, it's difficult because there's cameras everywhere. There's distractions. It's loud. I'm just trying the best way to do it. But guess what? I was the only person to get Howard Stern that day. And that, to me, was, like, as soon as I got there, it was, like, awesome. Unreal. I mean, listen, I'm talking to the king of all media. But not okay, only so- did I talk to Howard, I talked to Robin. I talked to Gary Dalbate, Baba Booey. And uh it was just cool, like you know. And they, they were. Gary was great. i would known Gary for a long time. Robin was really cool. You know, if you're a Stern fan, it's one of those things which I am. It's it's just so amazing. And I talked to other people there. <laughs> I talked to Vinny from Jersey
0: Shore. You love Vinny. I mean, no, let, 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 let's let's be honest here. I love Howard Stern like no one's business. So. I'm trying to play it really cool right now, but my jealousy level is on, like, an all-time high. I even text you. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You got to talk to Howard Stern this week? Because it's oh, just unreal. awesome. Like, there's uh-huh, no one bigger than is. Howard Stern out there.
1: No, no, there's not. And every time you get him, it gives you goosebumps. It really gives you chills that you just talk to Howard Stern. But let me ask you this, Zach. If you could talk to mm-hmm. Howard Stern, and you're on the red carpet, what do you ask him?
0: You know, what would you ask him? That's the thing. I feel that no matter what I'd say to him, he'd probably look at me and be like, you're such an idiot. Now, you know what I'd honestly want to ask him? I'd want to ask him about, like, Oprah or something. And I don't know why. I just know that he is not an Oprah fan and all that. But I, I kind of just, it, like, is there anything that could settle this beef between Oprah and Howard Stern? That's kind of what I'd want to know. Because I'm like, you you they're two of the most, like, powerful people in the world in media. You know, like, what would it take to have them both sit down, push all their, like, crap aside, and, like, have a good conversation?
1: I think that will happen sooner than later. I think Howard's yeah. in a different place now than he was 20 years ago. Uh, Oprah's in a different place. They're big about forgiveness and being good people. I think if Oprah said, I want to have Howard do a sit down, I think they would do it. I don't think Oprah would go to Howard because she used to have a show. She used to have a channel on Sirius and no you know, on Sirius XM, but no longer does. So I don't think yeah. Howard is a big enough platform for her, but I do well, think. she'd want Howard, it televised. Yes, so I you think you want to see their faces. Yes, yeah. so I think Howard would maybe do Oprah, you know, and kind of talk about the beef and be very open because Howard, Howard's not the same guy twenty years ago. He's now you know cool with Rosie O'Donnell. He has guests that he used to have you know uh, beef with in the past. On you know Adam Sandler, they used to have a long time feud, and then all of a sudden now Adam's on the show a lot. So, okay, so I
0: question, think it's a question. Question: you. Than twenty years ago. Yeah. If uh, if. If Oprah and Howard walked out of a building, you know both of them will talk to you, but they go opposite directions, who are you going for? Oprah. Why?
1: Oprah would give me more. She knows how to work it. She's interesting. She's nice. She's fun. And you know what? I think Oprah won't walk away. Oprah, it's just Oprah. Oprah has this aura where it just makes you feel different. She makes you feel good. She always has an educated answer. Howard. It's like I and you know what I think Oprah actually will enjoy me, whereas Howard will talk to me, but he'll walk away like, why the fuck did I just talk to that guy? And he'll just be like, <laughs> I just wasted <laughs> time, you know. So I think yeah. that's really what it
0: is. Yeah. Okay. No, I, 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 what was would you? Do? What would, what would you? Uh, do, I mean, I would, Oprah? What would you I would have to do Oprah, just because, like you said, there's something about her that's like almost angelic. That sounds so lame to say, but it's. It's Oprah, and you, if you have that opportunity, you got to take it. You know, with Howard, I feel that with him, I just want to be a fly on the wall in his studio and just watch. Like, I don't even, yeah. I, I feel that nothing I would say would ever, like, entertain him enough to actually listen to me, whereas Oprah, I feel like she's going to sit and listen no matter what you have to say and have a smile on her face and give you a hug when you leave.
1: And that's exactly, you're exactly right. When you're done with Oprah, she'll give you a hug, She's very present during an interview, like there'd be other things going on, but she knows we are and she's, she's just so on point. She's so present and you just feel good after you talk to Oprah. She has an aura, no matter what subject you talk about, she's a good person. Now I'm not saying how is not a good person, but Oprah will make you feel good. There's something, there's an aura that comes from her. That's just, it's, uh, it's, it's something else. I don't know what to say It's. It's unreal. It's pretty hmm.
0: cool. Now, now you said you you also got Vinny from the Jersey Shore, right? I did. Yeah, I talked to Vinny. I've known
1: Vinny for a long time. When I started into the show business industry, Vinny and the Jersey Shore was the biggest thing in the world. It was I mean, huge. they were superstars. They were superstars. I mean, you could everyone, I mean, I was I was starstruck by the Vinny and all the people from the uh from the Jersey Shore. Do you remember the like Adam, doing they, on them and how they, big are, they
2: were?
0: there's still superstars in my book. <laughs> <laughs> I love them so much. I don't know what it is. I just, I've been a fan of the Jersey shore since the beginning. We've watched every episode. I don't know. There's just something about them. They're entertaining. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, I've met Snooki and Mike and Polly D and all of them. And they're just, they're just real. And I think that's what I like about it. like Like Snooki, there's no bigger or no, I guess no better reality star out there. Like, Who's the person that, like, just doesn't give an F and gets drunk and falls down? And, you know, like, that's what you want from a reality star, and she gives you every moment of it.
1: Yeah, she's, they're still stars. I mean, the show came back, the the Jersey Shore Family Vacation, and people love them even more. It's, the show's actually still a good show. Somehow, they make it interesting, they're fun, they're funny, they're real, Uh, you know, it's. It's still a good show. So people still have interest in them. And it was weird. They kind of died off for a few years. And people were like, what happened to Jersey Shore? How? We're going to laugh them off. But all of a sudden, they come back and we fell in love with them just like we did in the past. Well, well they're we're in a, they're like, a
0: different place in their life. They're having babies. They're married. You know, Mike's going to prison. So, wait, wait, you, you actually talked to Vinny about Mike going to prison or something? What did you talk to him I about? Do, yeah. So
1: I, I talked to Vinny about a few things. I talked about Keto Guido, which he's, he's big on Instagram, he does a keto <laughs> diet. Um, but yeah. nobody cares about that stuff. They care about Mike's situation, going to jail. So I asked him what his thoughts are about Mike going to jail, and what did Mike tell Vinny, and, and more. Let's take a listen. All right, let's
0: play that audio then. With the situation Mike, how are you guys all
1: it? You know, obviously, it's tough working the whole family. How do you support him during the whole situation?
2: Well, Mike is stronger than our, everyone right now, so, like, you kind of look at him as, like, an inspiration. And honestly, he's handling it like a champ. He's, like... You know, he's like, yo, I'm fine. He's like, I got this. He's like, I need you guys to take care of, like, you know, Lauren for me and just, like, hold it down while I'm gone. So, he's uh, he's honestly good. He
1: just, yeah, does it affect the
2: show at all? Are you filming the show? Um, I don't think so. I mean, obviously, that stuff's been documented. So, if anything, it's, like, on the show. You know what I mean? Um, but then as far as, like... Um, Going forward, I mean, it's only uh, he's only doing like eight months. So, well, that's what he got sentenced to. Hopefully sure. he does less. Yeah. So I shouldn't affect it too much. But you know, how is he doing personally? He's doing great. He's in good spirits going in. I know it's a tough situation. Great spirits. Good spirits. His recovery from, you know, drugs has uh, has gotten him into a state of mind. That's like indestructible. And he's uh, carrying that with him now for this burden. And he applies it every day. Once he's in
0: there, I'm sure it'll be tough.
1: Sure. But, you know, he has to just keep on. I trust
2: him. I believe in him. Dude. good. reaction
0: by Vinny. Vinny. Seriously. And, you know, I think that, honestly, Mike getting sober, Mike getting sentenced to prison, having to deal with the law and all this repercussion, like, it's made him a good person. If you actually watched this whole season of Jersey Shore Family Vacation, like, he's a good guy now, where he wasn't a good guy the first couple seasons of the, of the Jersey Shore.
1: Yeah, I think, it. you know, he put away the distractions and he's very humbled by everything that's going on. He, he's a good guy, you know, and I I don't know if we know the truth of what really happened for his arrest, if it was his problems, or, I mean, he probably should have been more careful what he did with his money and how he, how he did his taxes, but uh, he's not a bad guy, and you know what? You know, I think Vinny and Mike, based on what I saw on the show, they had their differences, and they kind of, you know, they were close, but not that close, but I think with everything as they've grown up, They've kind of become all closer because between the arrest and rehab and, you know, they've been through so many things together. They they have a love for each other. They're, they're family. So I think it's, a, you know, props to both Mike and Vinny for, you know, staying strong and bold and being there for each other during this difficult situation.
0: And then I need to point something out. Can we can we get you a mic that actually works so I can hear your ass? Because I can't hear anything you're saying on the camera. Oh, really, dude? I you can't see it.
1: You know what? I gotta. get, Someone else just said that to me. <laughs> we today. gotta get like one of those I, uh, like reverse
0: mics, so it, like aims at you, so I can hear your question and hear his answer. Cause I don't know how is- to do
1: that. I don't, dude. I don't know. Everyone asks me about my camera. I know nothing about cameras. I all I know is turn them on and off and ask stupid questions. I know well, nothing. Does it, does it have like two audio ports in there? One for like, it does, but I don't. I can't talking? find the mic. I can't find the mic to put in that other audio po- uh, port. Why not?
0: What do you mean you can't find a mic,
1: dude? I went to uh, the B and H in New York City. I was like, "Hey, is there some sort of thing?" And they
0: they were like, "Oh, we don't know." And I I I got to figure something out. I just you got to figure something oh, out because your what I do. your questions are so important. And I'm like, like, what the hell is he saying? And then I hear the answer. We got all right. We got to figure that out. That's
1: yeah, that's, that's a good point.
0: Maybe <laughs>
1: I'll start doing. That. I'll play about that soon. I appreciate. Someone else just said it <laughs> to me today. I was like, fuck, man. I got to figure that out. I remember, I know nothing about cameras. I don't know how to edit. All I do is turn them on and off, and I know how to get to celebrities. That's the only <laughs> thing I'm able to bet, do. That, hey, it's the most
0: important part, right? Yeah, <laughs> Audio I we'll mean, figure that's... out later. We, getting them on camera is the best thing. You got you got another huge star. Derek so Jeter. Which one? I got a lot. Oh, Derek I Jeter. Dude, I, here's the thing. is Derek Jeter, to me,
1: he's like... He's my Mickey Mantle. He's my hero. And I've had, you know, Derek Jeter, legendary New York Yankee, legendary Coxman. Um, uh, He's just, he's the man. And I never messed with Derek when he was playing for the Yankees because I never wanted him to have a bad game and blame it on the guy who ran up to him with a camera on the street and kind of ruined his day. I just never wanted to mess with him. But I got him at this red carpet event um, and it was a charity event. I, I forget what the charity is already. And, um... <laughs> let's be real. Dude, every fucking night's a charity event, dude. Every single <laughs> night they're trying to raise money. It's like... It's like, I want one charity to be like, alright, we already have enough money. We're good. You know? It's like, you what is right? it now? Like, it's... You know, breastfeeding awareness. Who knows? I have no idea what these charities are for. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, was, it was a sportsman. Derek Jeter was a big name there. And I got Derek Jeter to talk to me. Which... Was the coolest thing. One of the coolest parts about it, though, Dak, yeah, this is so cool, man. So when I called Derek over me, like, Derek, get over here. Let me talk to you. He goes, What's up, Adam? And all of a sudden, I put the he camera knows your down. Name? He, goes, he knew my name. He says, What's up, Adam? I put the camera down, and I go, I go, Hold on. That was so cool right there. And then I put the camera back up. I was like, That, <laughs> that, made, me, that made me, between Oprah and Derek
0: Jeter knowing my name, that
1: was the coolest shit ever. Unbelievable. Unreal. Oh, cool. So right.
0: I got to catch him. A... Yeah. And was he talking to everyone? Because I imagine that he's one of those guys like, I don't know, like, do the rotation of talking to cameras.
1: No. he. You know, there's tons of people trying to take photos with him. Me also. And I actually got a great photo with him. Um, but, like, he didn't do it. He pretty much said no to pretty much all interviews. And I was really? one of the few that got him. And, you know, it's Derek Jeter. I think we have a connection. Like, for some reason, I, I've told Derek in the past that I never messed with him when he was a player because I never wanted him to have a bad game and blame it on me. And he laughed and he was like, dude, I really appreciate it. And then I've gotten his wife a few times. and I've been very nice to his wife and I'm sure he saw the video and he's like, all oh, right, that guy's pretty cool. And, um, you know, I've seen him around New York city and I just never really messed with him because he's my hero. I just, I don't ever wanted to piss him off, but I always wanted him to know who I was and what I do. Um, and so, which, uh, mission
0: accomplished.
1: I did. And I got to talk to him and, uh, it was fantastic. The thing is, he's on the red carpet. There's all these weird things going on, on the red carpets. There's so many distractions and weird people going in and off. And I just kept looking at him. He would look at me, and I'd make like a face, and he'd start cracking up because we both know how weird and stupid it was, or some something was uncomfortable. I'd make a funny face. I feel like he liked me. He's like, "This guy's cool." Like, I think he just liked my energy, my vibe.
0: That's awesome. Did he say anything interesting? Like, I know we've got the audio in, but if you don't feel like playing it, you know what? Around.
1: I was trying to. I was trying to him to see. Listen, it wasn't his fault. It was my fault. My questions weren't the best. But yet again, I was so grateful to talk to Derek, and I didn't want to piss him off. And I was trying to see if he had baby number two on the way. I was trying to see, like, if he had anything, any new hobbies ever since he left baseball. I'm trying to break him down, but he's a very, you know what I'm saying? If you know Derek Jeter, he's always very PC, very quiet, very shy. He doesn't really give much. So, but... Yeah. I got to break him down and actually talk to him. And he's just, it's Derek Jeter. He's de- it's Derek Jeter. Enough
0: said. Do you ever, do you ever get like, I, I, I don't want to say like embarrassed or shy. Do you just get like nervous when someone is so big that you idolize? And you're like, God, I can't even think a damn question to ask this person. Even though that like, if they weren't standing in front of you, you could think of 8,000 questions for them. You know what? It's, 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 if I was sitting in a room in a
1: chair from him, I feel like I could have a really good conversation with him. With me, for what I do, it's kind of hard because they're not told to talk to me. I'm trying to, like, win them over with a camera and try to get them to talk to me. So I'm just trying to keep them there. I'm just trying to, again, I'm trying to squeeze as much out of them as possible. I'm trying to get as much of their time as possible because I don't have a half-hour time span with them. I don't even have 20 seconds with them sometimes. I'm just trying to get what I can out of them. So, you know, it's literally just anything. If I could get anything about him. You know, that's all I'm trying to get out of them, anything. And um, I do that. Sometimes i walk away like, damn, I don't really get starstruck anymore because I pretty much have now, met everyone even, I watched. was
0: like, Derek Jeter, though. Like, I feel like you know, there's, there's people that you'd be like, oh, yeah, they're really famous or something. But then, like, when you get a Derek Jeter or you get a Howard Stern, like, I feel like I might mumble up my words for – because it's normally in the first, like, 30 seconds is when you're like, uh, I don't know what to say – And then after that, it kind of like calms down. But you don't have that opportunity. The first 30 seconds are the only opportunity you have.
1: Yeah. Well, here, it's a funny thing. I I don't have really time to think about it. But, Dax, ever since I did Tony Robbins, um, you know, if you listen to one of the older podcasts, we talked about my Tony Robbins experience. I put myself in in a good state. You know, I'm excited to meet them. And when I meet them, I'm excited. It's not like I get quiet or mumble. I'm very excited. And I think that excitement energy is very contagious and they, they sense my energy and they see that, hey, this guy's like excited to see me, excited to meet me. And they they want to be around someone who has good energy. And that's what I try to give them,
0: like good, well, you're, you're, you're a energy. fan. At the end I'm of the day, fan. you're a fan. Like there's a lot of these, you know, I, I want to say photogs or paparazzi or whatever out there that aren't fans. They're just there to get a video where you're an, a legit fan who's interviewing someone.
1: I'm a fan. I'm totally a fan. I'm not from this world. I'm not from Hollywood. I'm from Blue Collar, New Jersey. So when you put me in this kind of, in this world with these celebrities, I think they kind of, I honestly think when you go to, especially these events where there's everyone's wearing suits and everyone's kind of trying to perform and be fake, I'm, I try to be the realest guy in the room and just try to be like, yo, what up, my dude? Like, just having fun. Like, I'm there for, trying to get free appetizers. I'm trying to get a drink. <laughs> I'm trying to stay yeah. warm. Like, and you know what? I think they people enjoyed that. You know, I think they, they like seeing the guy who's just kind of humbled and excited and happy to be there rather be some like fake kind of pretentious thing. I'm just trying to hang really. That's, I mean, that's about it. I'm just trying to hang.
0: And I think, I think it shows that's why people like you. Hey, by the way, did you uh, did you pay any attention to the the big wedding over the week? Nick Jonas and Priyanka? What? Oh my God. I mean, it was every, that, the longest wedding ever. <laughs> it's still, I think it's still going on. That's the funny part. Like, it literally never ends. They started on the weekend. Well, they started like before the weekend, had like a ceremony, then like went to another area in India, had another ceremony. I'm like, this is literally the never ending wedding.
1: Did you get a lot of, was there, you know, from, you know, being you with the Hollywood Pipeline, did you get a lot of stills Were there was there paparazzi photographers out trying I mean, to get I, them I got, at that wedding?
0: I, I got a lot of stuff from the wedding. I mean, there was... They had a massive fireworks show. I put up this I don't know like two minute long video on YouTube of the crazy fireworks show that they had. It was beautiful. It was there like outside the palace and lit up the whole night sky. I'm like That's so cool. I want to I want to have fireworks show. And then uh, yeah. then there were photos of them at the ceremony. Then they themselves actually posted a bunch of photos, which I was kind of surprised. Normally, like celebs wait or try to keep it private for a while. I think they did a, a whole. Uh, deal with people magazine. So they ended up, uh, getting them out there. Um, wow. But they've been traveling all over the country and I got a lot of stuff, surprisingly enough for such a, you know, high profile couple. Are they doing an American wedding as well? Or is it just India? I don't know. I mean, their whole family were out there. So I'm going to assume that why do another one? How do you, how do you top that one? More importantly, how does Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner top that wedding? Like because they're right? engaged. They're supposed to be getting married soon. So I'm, I like, was looking at them in photos and just kind of laughing to myself because they're probably just like, fuck, how are we going to have to do a bigger wedding than this? Like, it's impossible. She's royalty over there and they're having weddings at the palace and Joe and Sophie are going to be like, cool, let's, let's just do this.
1: You've got to remember that. They're getting married in India. They're giving, you know how much like the dollar is worth in India? It's got to be you know, if you went to India, you know, you've got to be able to throw a bowl or wedding. You know how cheap it must have been? To, uh, how no, cheap they, to
0: throw so a wedding they like had, that? They had, like, painted elephants walking around. Can you imagine yeah. having elephants at your wedding? Like, Unreal. There's, there's going to be nothing better, bigger, bigger and better than that. Like, Joe and Sophie are screwed. <laughs> They're so a, they, you know what they could do? They could have a Game of Thrones style wedding. Oh, my that God, would, that'd be so that amazing. Would top it.
1: They should. that's the only way to do it. And then the thing is, I kept wondering like the entire time, did they have a DJ or a band? You know,
0: that's the only thing I I could think about. No, they did this whole thing where they, they did Bollywood style where the families did like skits or something or like performances. So it would be like one family versus the other family. So you had like Nick up there singing and Joe singing. And then like her family would get up there and dance. Like it was a whole production. Like, they are not screwing around over there in, in Bollywood land.
1: That's unreal. Do you think Mick Jonas smiled at all? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he showed off? He his always has that teeth? same fucking face on, dude. Can he smile for once? It's like, dude, dude he's just always...
0: It's oh because God. people make fun of his smile. You don't Do know Really? You... It's no. The they make fun of his smile? Thing. Yes, it's, he's got three front teeth. No way. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. This that's is like a well-documented funny. thing. Like I'm not even joking. Google Nick Jonas three front teeth right now. Are, are you a verb? A computer?
1: Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna do that. It's, that's amazing. That, that that's honestly that that blew my mind. Why he didn't smile? So he he oh, wait. He only has three front teeth.
0: No, he he has like most people have two front teeth. He has three. Holy shit. Are you Googling no,
1: this can't be real. This is not real. Yes, it's real. Oh, you're right. Holy crap, he does. That's so weird.
0: <laughs> I mean... Like, people, people talk about this a lot. That's, that's why I know about it, whereas it's so bizarre, but they even, like, do photos of them and put, like, one, two, and three on the teeth. That's so interesting.
1: I never, I've never, I never heard of that. Three front teeth. Yeah. That's so interesting.
0: Yeah, so I think that he's just gotten so much flack for the teeth thing that he's like he's he doesn't smile as
1: much anymore. It's wow. sad. So I never knew like, hey, if you have three front teeth, that's like a... I've never heard of that. That's incredible. I, I if they're listening and right now.
0: Be, if they're listening right either, now, the they they is, have to look it's that up. Over.
1: So crazy. I've never now I'm gonna be so focused on looking at everyone's teeth just to make sure that's not <laughs> like uncommon or common. It's
0: that's crazy. <laughs> I think I was. what I was saying is I think it's just like that side tooth maybe developed a little bit bigger, so it just looks like a bigger tooth. It, yeah. It, like if if you don't look for it, you would never notice it. Like it's not something that I would ever notice, but people like point it out on, on the interwebs. Yeah.
1: Wow, that's oh. so funny. Oh man. What dude, I forgot to tell you. So I got an, one other hmm. interview this week, by the way, before we go into the next subject, I got one crazy other interview with someone yeah. who is who? a big celebrity in my book. And the interview is actually on TheBlast.com. That's a really good news site. Uh, good people over there. It's uh, Kelly Slater, the surfer, the world's best surfer. Ooh.
0: And I love you Kelly.
1: understand Like Kelly is just the coolest dude ever. The guy's dated so many girls. He's one of, He's he's the he's such an an amazing athlete. 10 he, he's unreal to me. To me, he's just a yeah. God. He's just so cool. Has this interesting lifestyle. He's just a man. He's got this brand outer known. And I saw him walking down 57th street, in New York city. I'm with my buddy Lance. And oh, we so you, Kelly didn't, you didn't
0: know where he was going to be. You just happened to run into him.
1: Yeah, we just ran into him, but I was also wearing an outer known jacket, which is his brand, but That's I got awesome. him on the street and I've got him before. I'm like, Kelly, what up, man? And I start talking to him and he's like, Oh, what's up? And it's freezing cold in New York. And he's got his luggage with him. Like, Kelly, what's up? And I start filming him. I start interviewing him. And he's so cool. He's giving me answers. And then I put the camera down. We just start bullshitting and stuff. We start talking. And he's like, I'm on my way to get a juice. You want to come? And we're like, yeah. Can we get a juice? Yeah, sure. We'd love to get a juice with you. So we went with Kelly to get some juice. And we're hanging out. Me and my friend Lance, who's also a surfer and just a huge fan of Kelly Slater. And we're 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 hanging out with Kelly Slater, which is a cool thing for us. And it's freezing out, and Kelly's like, yeah, I'm just going to the airport now. I go, Kelly, how are you getting to the airport? He's like, I'm just going to get an Uber. I go, Kelly, let me give you a ride. He goes, no, no, don't worry about it. I'm like, Kelly, it would be, be my honor to drive you to the airport. Seriously, I do not mind at all. He's like, really? I go, yeah, dude, jump in my car. I got a Honda Accord, my friend, show business, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, Kelly jumped in my car. I hung out with him for over an hour in traffic and we just bullshitted and him in my front Lance. It was the coolest thing ever. He's telling us stories and travel stories. We're talking about like documentaries and it was amazing. It was that absolutely like so one of the coolest things for me.
0: So cool. Say, and he just comes off as one of those guys that is so chill and down to earth. Like that's, that's how I, when I, uh, when I hung out with Tony Hawk that one day, he was the coolest guy and he's a legend. Like You don't get any more famous than Tony Hawk in the sports world. And he was so down to earth. And I imagine that Kelly, who's one of his good friends, is the exact same way.
1: Oh, my God. Like, he was like, a lot of times when I meet people, like, I hope that, I feel like I have an interesting job. And I try to make it like, hey, dude, check out this. And we just start talking about celebrities and, like, people that he's met and people I've met and who are so cool. And it was just cool just to trade, like, celebrity stories with him and then also, like, hear his opinion about surfing and stories and travel and talk about documentaries, talk about UFC. Cause he's a huge fan of UFC. And like, I think he actually, like I walked out, me and my buddy, my buddy Lance was in the back seat. We let Kelly sit shotgun. And, uh, after on the way back to New York City, I, we, uh, I go to my friend Lance. And I'm like, dude, I think Kelly liked us. He's like, yeah, we played it cool. And I was like, yeah, we, had, we actually like, I think he enjoyed the conversation. He could have been in an Uber, not talking to someone for an hour, which is not the worst thing, but like a smelly Uber, but he's instead, he's in a Honda Accord 2017, may I add. And um, it's just like a fun hang.
0: It's so awesome. I love it. You've got the craziest life. It's so interesting uh, to hear your stories, like how you run into people, and you talk Kelly Slater to get into your car. I, I think it's great.
1: We We're said to him, like, Kelly, like, we're we're actually happy that you actually trusted us. And, you know, like, right? You could have to car and get in. This. The jersey i know like kelly get in the car but you know but uh it's funny And then i was so careful on the way to the airport like i was like okay i can't make them get car sick i can't get lost you know like i have to be very smooth. yeah i didn't on think brake. about it
0: you got to be like super extra careful on how you're driving you're like i don't want to be too jerky i don't want to step on the brake too hard you're probably over analyzing so every careful, drive move that you're doing
1: I wanted to be, like, I tried to rush to the airport a little bit. I tried to get be on time. I didn't want him to, like, to get car sick. I, I needed to make sure I didn't get lost because he, he was going all the way to JFK. And I was like, all right, I just had to be so... And I tried to make it just, like, a pleasant experience for him. So I, hopefully my I got a five-star rating for that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's I really love it. All right, it well, we're going to wrap this up.
0: Like, Uber driver. Because uh, I, I, this week was weird. How, I mean, the amount of people that told us... Hey, we'd love to come on your podcast, but it's going to have to be next week. I mean, we're going to have a pretty packed week next week, I think. So if people are listening, definitely tune in next week. It sounds like we're going to have quite a few guests coming in, calling in, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, If you are trying to find Adam, you can find him all over social media, at Adam Glenn on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, everything. You can find the Hollywood Pipeline as well. Just type in hollywoodpipeline.com. Adam, you got anything to say to the piece before we head out?
1: Follow us, go to the Hollywood Pipeline, follow us both on social media, and click and
0: subscribe. Tell your friends. Click and subscribe. Exactly. Uh, All right, dude. Well, thank you very much. Have a great week, and I will see you back here same time next week.
1: Hollywood Pipeline. Thank you, Dex.
0: Bye.